Sporting Goss with Tim Gossage. 20 past 11. This is Sporting Goss on this Thursday. Pretty bleak, 14.6 degrees. We knew it was coming, but it, uh, well, one man who whinged and moaned when he walked into uh, the SEN studios today and said, wow, how bad is the... Uh, <laughs> How bad is the weather out there? No, it wasn't the uh, producer to the star. Do you know that he, that Special K is producer to the star? And then when you come in, we throw an S on the end. <laughs> Hello, Gilly. I was waiting for an intro just to oh, let your well, listeners out there. That. Bit, How are you? Yeah, good. Now, it's you. I was a whinging complaint. I said it looked like the end of the world was turning up. <laughs> Which it, it did for a bit, but... Yeah. How you uh, going? Um, yeah, no, I'm really good. And now on here, I can tell you that on the text from Sean of Mundajong, mm. Goss, spraying weeds Tuesday, had gumboots on today, so the, 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 the light and the shade of it. Yep. But I got a grand final ticket. Oh. A lotto win would top it off, so he wants to be in Goss Lotto. So good on you, Sean. He Neville from Australind, yeah. sun-kissed in Melbourne at Melville. Got Picked up a ticket in the online purchase in the nine minutes. Correct. And the people who stayed, I, uh, is that? The crown last night for the Eagles yep. function. I walked out and there was about twelve people seated at the old box office correct. ticket outlet area. I'm led to believe the first couple of people got through. Oh, so there's a ten or so people have stayed overnight and missed out in the elements. Yep, didn't get a ticket. Uh, it's big. So inside nine minutes, all sold out. So uh, look. It's, it, you know a lot of them, people have going to have bought four tickets and only go two go and it's going to find it. It's going to get ugly at various stages. Going yeah, big fines for, for overpricing if Anything you pass them on, 10%, isn't it? yeah, and you can get to the gate if you've purchased them and you get to the gate and those tickets will not gain you entry. Oh, that'd be a letdown, wouldn't it? Yeah, when you've done your money cold. I don't think we should it. be surprised about the frenzy. Once in a lifetime, they're saying, isn't it? Once, it might be the only time ever, so... Got my ticket, mate. There it is right there. You see, you've been waving that around a fair bit. I yeah. wouldn't leave it lying around like that. Ah, mate. It doesn't take much to change a photo on those <laughs> little things. But, uh... Oh, you'd have done it before, have you? Mm, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the old days of the driver's licence. <laughs> mate, used to just be the autograph then. A signature, no photos or anything like that. No, correct. Uh, now, we played this on Monday's Gillian Goss show, and this was... The Bulldogs party in the rooms. Now, this was posted on social media. Have a listen. So that was posted on socials by a staff member initially. Mm. And when you watch that vision of the Bulldogs, so they all have beers and they're in a sort of slightly a darker room and they're all jumping around. So it was not what you saw on TV and not what you see publicly. Well, Luke Beveridge has come out very disappointed that it got to social media today. Uh, and he basically said, look, it was a staffer and there were other players who shot it, but you know what's internal and what's not. Um would rather have that not got out. Now, interesting, because Gary Lyon did say to us on Monday that when he was in the Melbourne rooms, it was very understated. It was, yeah. Is, is this advantage Melbourne? No, no, I don't think this has any effect on anything, to, to be really honest. We're still, what are we, eight days away from the game. There's going to be a lot of other things come up between now and then. I, Two things, I think, fantastic the Bulldogs, if they want to celebrate that win, they've just won an unbelievably convincing preliminary final and they are in a grand final. You've got to celebrate your victories 
that's something that I've always held on to. I probably did it a bit too heartily in my days, but uh, no, you've got to celebrate them, um, no doubt about it. And they've two weeks till they play again. So if they have one beer, two beers, whatever the coaches are allowing them or they as professional players know what they can allow themselves, go for it. Um, the filming of it, that that I find really challenging to believe can happen in this day and age, given what we know about posting things on social media. This is this occurred at this very stadium not long after Justin Langer took over as create coach. And he put up all through the change rooms of the Australian change rooms, all the mantras and the sayings that they'd come up with with a group and, and his, I guess, ethos as a coach. And remember, it was about elite performance, elite training, elite honesty. Clearly, he was using the word elite to try to get the level of the expectation from the players to to know where they've got to be under his sort of guidance and leadership. And it's a play on words. They're looking to motivate these guys. A staff member from Creed Australia filmed that or took a photo of it, very well-intentioned, saying, wow, this is this is the new Aussie team after the disgraceful effort of South Africa, posted out there, and all of a sudden the word elite is being used against Justin Langer to the point where I received a text message from a journalist not that long ago in amongst all this furor saying, I'm just being elitely honest or something like that. So the cynicism that comes out of it, it's not worth the risk of throwing it out in public. It's internal. Mm. Keep it internal mm. because that moment for those Bulldogs players, that might be that binding moment that gets them up in eight days' time because they, that, that's the sort of momentum they're building and the mm. culture that they've got and, this, and they just look so happy for each other. I'm sure Melbourne are too, but... They're, they're not in this conversation. So oh, very disappointing that it gets out in any way, shape or form. Stern words for that staff member who posted it. Very much so. And uh, he would know who he is and he would be, it would be a very difficult trip because he'd still be with the group as a staff member in the, in the hub and in, in the bubble. So that will be played out, of course. Now, last night on Footy Classified, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but there was talk by Caroline Wilson that the Demons were on a nine o'clock curfew, that the players have been spoken to about being back at the hotel, uh, the team hotel, preferably having dinner together and not just going ad hoc off to restaurants. And there have been a few sightings of blokes all around town in various restaurants and stuff. And that's not party boys. That's just blokes just getting out and getting some fresh air. It's a concern, suggested concern that of a COVID type yeah, scenario. Yeah, If in case something I think flared so. up, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, I get that. Oh, yeah. I, so I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I want to, Gary and Tim this morning spoke to Gary Pert from the football club, of course, from the Melbourne Demons, the CEO. This is... His response to any talk of a curfew story. This was on Gary and Tim this morning. There's been a bit of talk about that. I think it's just a sensible thing. It's just a reminder that, you know, we've come over to Perth to, uh, you know, take the cup back home. We're here to do a job. Um, yes, we've got a bit more flexibility because we're, we're out of isolation so we can move around during the day. Um, but let's just be sensible and come back and have our meals back here at night and then sleep in our rooms and be back at a reasonable time. We've got some Perth players, so if they want to spend time with their families over dinner, great. But again, everyone back at the resort. And, you know, that just it hasn't been a big deal at all. Okay, so is it hard and fast? You've got to be back in your rooms uh, by 9 o'clock each night? Well, it's just, boys, let's just make it that we're all back here at 9. There's no punishments. There's no, you know, no yeah. one's been upset by it or or 
Um, you know, we're not sitting there at the doors counting who's uh, in the rooms. Um, everyone's been very reasonable about it. But, uh, you know, if someone come back at five past nine, we're, we're not going to worry about that. That was Gary Pitt. So that's a curfew. Oh, yeah, but he's not strictly enforcing it, is he? He said there we're going to be pretty relaxed with it. I mean, this curfews for mine are uh, kindergarten stuff. If you If you have to, if you for any reason have to say to, Grown men, that's a curfew. There's an issue already before it even gets broken. Some of those kids are young in footy clubs. Yeah, but I don't know. They, they, they're, they're not married with kids, a lot of them. No. They're boys. And they've all of a sudden gone from lockdown and hubs to a little bit more freedom. They're going, oh, let's get out. Yep. I'm, not, I'm not saying they're at the Avenue or, you know, Clubber or wherever they, wherever they go down. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> which, clubs you, which clubs did you frequent in those uh, days? Mate? I was um, Rumours. Yeah. Oh, Silver Slipper. I never went, Gilly. I was oh. a dag in the corner, mate. I was a dag. And I got, did I got, you get on the big hippo, the hippie yeah, club yeah, on the no, Sunday night? Once, once and got threatened to be throttled, so I didn't go again. I went there as a young New South Wales cricketer and we lost our best player that night, Greg Matthews. <laughs> he didn't play again all season. Uh, I know you're busy and you've got to go because you're preparing for tomorrow's show and uh, yeah. a very big grand final edition of Ooh. Gillian Goss. Preparation which is started. You threw up yesterday that you think Pat Cummins would be well positioned on Waitley in regards to being, if, if, if a captain is required for Tim Payne, doesn't yep. get back from the neck, you think it's Cummins? I think he's the front runner in in the uh, the mindset of those that are going to make this decision. That's that's my take on it. But yeah, you know, who knows when it'll be? Whether it's an injury to Tim or this surgery or when he retires at the end of this summer or next summer. But I, I think at at the moment, Pat is probably the guy they'd turn to. Road to Ashes pod was Glenn McGrath had this to say on Steve Smith. Uh, there's a few people that may disagree or agree with me, but uh, to me, he's the next. He's the obvious choice. Uh, if you take it for uh, who should, on, on merit, yep. uh, should, who should be captain. So, anyway, it's going to be interesting to see how Tim Payne pulls up and, and what, what they do. Yeah. Um, on merit. I don't know if they were the right words because wasn't he the captain at the time? <laughs> I mean, that's not merit. He didn't earn merit for that. That's why he lost his gig. The fast bowling cartel are going <laughs> to get lit up on the back of those comments from McGrath. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, between six and eight, you yes. are back in this studio in that very chair. Who is the Friday focus for our wonderful friends at Otis Eyewear? Well, we are on the cricket theme with uh, the big bison, local boy Mitch Marsh. Nice. Who, uh, yes, looking forward to that. He's a, a very... He's been much maligned. A lot of people have sort of uh, feel like he's had too good a run, too much opportunity at the Australian level, but he showed on this recent tour that he stood up when the rest of them were getting knocked over. Uh, terrific bloke, really popular with his teammates. A good chat, nice, honest young fella. And you're working on something special, which we'll talk about tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow right. Show about for, the grand for, final. for the one the week later. That's brewing really nicely. Can't wait Excited. for that. Hey, thanks for dropping in. Great Pleasure, mate. mate. Good on you, mate. Try McCafe's new blend. It's coffee fit for an Aussie. It is roasted in Melbourne. It's crafted by baristas. It's smooth, rich, and with a hint of sweet berry. Let's get some news.